0: Six, five, three, three zero, zero, zero. People
1: like you, organizations like Ramp Check, I love you guys. got to be down ready now. You are clear for takeoff runway 21 left. Winds
2: are called. Stand by for the free tram on uniform.
1: It's showtime. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Ramp Check Podcast. I'm Tony. I'm Aaron.
2: Little brother Ryan here.
1: Huh? <laughs> you took it. You took a minute there, brother. Do we have to yeah, wake you, you up? Were you? No, nope, I'm the awake. Doctor.
2: I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for our guest.
1: Absolutely, and um, yeah, it's uh, geez. It's only been what uh, now a couple weeks or so. We're getting a little bit more consistent again. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Of course, to the podcast. And, uh, I'm just gonna, guys, sound like I'm closing the podcast. Let's stop that. (laughs) Uh, We just, we just go. We've got a very special guest, uh, on the podcast this time. Uh, if you don't follow her on Instagram yet, you should. Uh, Cammie Bammy 2. Did I say that right?
3: (laughs) That's right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> kind of makes me chuckle, Cami Bammy too. Um, <laughs> it's
3: been my name for a while. <laughs> I,
1: I I'm sure there's a little bit of a story behind that, but uh, we want to welcome our very special guest, Cami Richin, uh, who also just so happens to be a B fifty two pilot in the United nice. States Air Force. Yes. Love it, oh, and yeah. uh, we're s- super excited to talk to you, Cammy. And before we before we begin. Do I need to dedicate this episode to uh, Buff Images? Because you know he's just going to go ape shit over <laughs> this. Images. I know.
3: You know what? I actually listened to the one he did as well. So um, I'm glad great. I can also participate. But yeah, <laughs> he's a good guy. We all like him. He does a good that's job. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he, yeah
4: he's great. And, and man, he is a B 52. <laughs> Super buff, I guess you could say. No pun intended. Well, actually, pun well, intended. I,
1: yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying super buff because we are av geeks here. But anyway, I'll, uh, I digress. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, that, th- that's great that, that, uh, that you heard that episode. And, um, you know, I mean, B52. So typically, uh, when we uh, when we have a guest on, Cami, we, we kind of start out, um, you know, way back when and get a little bit of background and uh, find out kind of from there how we got to where we are today, where you are flying probably one of the most badass bombers ever built. Um, I'm sure there's some B2 fans that would probably give me some shit or some bone fans.
0: Lame. But, uh,
4: I mean... B52. <laughs> I mean, we're crying out loud. It's, it, it, it's going to be around for like a hundred years. Geez. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hopefully that'd be
4: cool. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Seriously. So, it's, uh, it's on its way. And, and, you know, the B2 spirit is cool. It's pretty. It's graceful. It's sexy. We'll just say that the B1 Lancer that. Was one of my favorite planes just because of the looks, but yeah, come on, yeah. B fifty two, eight engines, <laughs> <laughs> eight <laughs> engines. Yes.
3: There are yep, there are eight engines. Yes, can barely That's fit. That's crazy. There. Throttle quadrant in my hand most days, so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Is that, is that one of the things that they check when you fill out your dream sheet? Is the size of your hands? <laughs> yeah,
4: I
3: know, so you can. No, they don't. But they probably should. Honestly, I, I mean, yeah. When I was first learning, it was like asymmetric all over the place. Trying to make sure they're all even, too. You know, so. Can be can be Jeez. interesting.
4: Yeah, I would I yeah. would imagine.
1: Well, oh,
3: I, I that. would
1: I would guess oh. that the throttle array is a little different than that of say like a T thirty eight.
3: Yeah, 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 slightly, a little bit different. <laughs> no afterburner, but it still can go pretty fast. So, yeah.
4: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess before we get too much into B fifty two here, let's uh, let's kind of rewind back and. Were you always into aviation? Were you a quote unquote av geek, Cami? Were you, did you always want to fly? Tell us how that all uh, began for you.
3: Sure. Um, you know what? This this question is funny for me, mostly because I feel awkward answering this a lot of the times, <laughs> and I I think it's because we like awkward here. Yeah, it's awkward, and and the reason why it's awkward is because I. No, you're, the answer is no. I didn't really grow up wanting to do this. Okay. Um, I honestly, I feel awkward saying it, but, I, and I, cause I know this is a lot of people's dream, but I literally just fell into this job. And, and so I feel kind of like guilty, you oh, know, okay. cause it's just like, <laughs> I kind of just, it just happened and I didn't really like aspire yeah. to be here. It just kind of fell into place. And, um, so basically, I mean, yeah, you guys are based out of Salt Lake City. I saw I, I grew up in Utah as well. Um, cool. So, yeah, I grew up there. I lived there most of my whole life. I moved there when I was five and lived in the same house ever since. And, um, I mean, if we're going to the very, very beginning, so kind of what happened is I started playing volleyball at a really young age. Um, I just – there was volleyball in the family. My dad's sisters all played in college, so I knew I wanted to play. Um, we had a really oh, that's good school. Yeah, we had a really good team and I knew I wanted to play in college. Um, and basically, I kind of just said, well, I'd rather have a good uh, education over
0: mm-hmm. playing
3: ball. Um, and then the Air Force mm-hmm. Academy kind of fell on my plate. So um, I kind of just committed oh, nice. to the Air Force Academy. Yeah. And that's, that's really how it happened. Honestly, you know, half of the people who go there pretty much end up flying um, some way or another. (laughs) And uh, so honestly, I owe it to volleyball, really, um, how I'm here. Wow.
4: That's the first time we've ever heard that
1: correlation between volleyball and flying. Yeah. I've never. Unique.
3: Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah.
1: So was the, was the Air Force Academy volleyball team just really looking hard to recruit somebody? Is that kind of how it happened? Or, I mean, I mean, how many people, how many, How many people can say that the Air Force Academy kind of fell into their lap?
3: I mean, yeah, I think think for athletes, it kind of happens that way sometimes, you know, if you're recruited to play there. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, growing up in Utah, you know, big BYU fan growing up and back in the day, they used to be in the same conference. So I knew there was a team called Air Force. I never really knew Mm. what it was um, until high school, looking at colleges. and. Um, I don't know. There's a couple girls on my team in high school who started getting recruited by them and they un- ended up not doing it. And my coach knew I had good grades and kind of just said, why don't you contact them? Um, and I know, mm-hmm. and she knew education was important to me as well. And so I did. I contacted them. I sent them film. I went on my official visit. And that's kind of how it happened. And I mean, yet, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to get into the air force academy on my own accord, you know, the non-athletes there, it's just, you know, it's ridiculous. Their, their <laughs> resumes, oh, yeah. They're resumes, you know, they're all valedictorians, you know, that, I mean, I had good grades. Wow. I was, I was nowhere near that level, you know? So, uh, um, so yeah, with was sports, you know, it helped me get into the school and hmm. yeah, that's kind of how it well, happened that's... and pretty much, yeah, pretty much right when I, committed to the school I knew I wanted to fly so I wouldn't say there was any convincing once I knew that it was a possibility and easily achievable I was like that's what I want to do so um, oh that's cool yeah yeah so it (laughs) wasn't really like I didn't want to be here or anything you know I just I think growing up I didn't really see a way to do it you know I I guess it wasn't really on my radar of something that is easily achievable and then you know, once I figured out I could go to that school and do that, it was like, yes, I have yeah. to do that. So,
4: did you well, go to any it... air air shows when you were younger?
3: Yeah, you know what, I didn't. I did
2: <laughs> oh wow! I know. Okay, yeah. No, did you I know what what I, everybody did? You know, did you know what the B fifty two was before you entered the Air Force? <laughs> Great, absolutely pleasure. not.
3: No way, I didn't no, know any nothing, planes. Huh? I, no, <laughs> nope, nope. It was just kind of something hey, I learned. You know... I, I mean. Ah, even like before I started <laughs> pilot training there were some planes I was like I don't know what that that is. So it was it's just yeah, been a learning. Curve. Yeah. I know everything now but you know.
2: Right. There's a lot well, of I think that's cool though. you know something that ahead, is really cool about uh our podcast I I think anyway is that you know out of all the people we've had on the podcast and interviewed it's kind of neat to just see where you know everyone has come from. I mean not everyone yeah. was born with their wings and had this desire their whole life so i think it's really cool and personally i think your story is really cool because i uh you know love sports and i think it's cool to hear that you know sports and aviation kind of merged paths and it it, it kind of created this avenue for you so i think that's it's actually a very cool yeah, story a good
1: point, <laughs> a good point. <laughs> yeah so i didn't yeah, I, don't, I mean i don't know if you knew oh go ahead cammy <laughs> no, 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 go! You ask, go, go, go. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say. I, I don't know if you know that Ryan is actually a, um, a high school soccer coach, a girls high school oh, awesome. soccer coach. And so, yeah, do. um, does does Air Force Academy have a, a soccer team?
3: Yeah, they do for sure. I, there is a interesting. Hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a women's soccer team. I mean. Yeah, I mean they're all Division One sports too, so it gives good opportunities to travel, and you get all the cool gear. You know they have high budgets and stuff, so it's pretty pretty good. That's gig,
2: cool.
3: Um, so maybe I got sure. a future
2: B fifty two pilot I'm coaching, is what you're
1: saying?
3: <laughs> sure. I, I mean, yeah. If anyone's interested, let me know. I will answer all their questions that they have. <laughs> that is just so cool. Yeah, definitely.
1: Just make sure when you're when you're you know kind of looking, Ryan. Just apparently. Make sure that, that they know absolutely nothing about aviation. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Or the military. That's awesome. Or the military.
4: Or yeah. the military. Yeah. 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 It well, it's, cool.
1: it's so cool because Cam, it's like, it's like you're the anti-av geek or you were. And, uh, and now you have, you have one of the coolest jobs that, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool being a pilot. Yes. And it's, it's cool being a military pilot, you know, commercial pilot, whatever but I mean and and we'll probably get into this a little bit later. I'd like to get into this a little bit later in the podcast, but it's not just the fact that you're a pilot, it's not just the fact that you're flying the b fifty two but it's like you said, um you know, my is part of that uh you could say that delta of um nuclear power or of the nuclear arsenal in the military in the world, so yeah. I just, I'd like to talk about yeah, the, no, but, that's, but it's just the scope of your job is just fascinating to me.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. it does. It covers a lot. We have a wide mission set. That's for sure. So you can do a lot of different things, but. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: So, so going to oh, yeah, go Tony.
4: I, I was, I was just going to, to ask next on the, you know, so you're at the Air Force Academy, you're playing volleyball, um, you, uh, you find out that, uh, I guess, you're going to fly. And um, how did that start out for you? And what was, I guess, what was your feeling when you knew that you were going to actually go to, uh, you know, flight school? You were going to learn how to fly.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, so at the Air Force Academy, there are small opportunities to take different flying classes and, you know, jump out of airplanes and everything, too, you know. So, Like senior Mm -hmm. year, when I found out I got a pilot slot, I took like a little powered flight class and the weather ended up being bad. So I never got enough flights to actually solo, but it still was a little bit, you know, introductory. And so this is how it works. This is kind of what a pattern Mm -hmm. looks like, that kind of thing. Um, But, you know, ultimately, I was really excited. And the cool thing is, you know, going to pilot training, there's so many people from that school. I mean, most of the people go to that school just because there are so many pilot slots, you know, that's the incentive. Mm -hmm. And so all of your friends were going with you to pilot training, you know, and there's, you know, four different bases to do that. But you still, the class sizes are so small at the academy. You know, I graduated with about a 1000 people that you almost know everyone. And so and you all Mm, showed up the same day on the pilot training base and it was just you were with all of your best friends right away, you know. Um so I was ultimately really excited to move on and graduate, get out of a military school is number one. <laughs> just get out of there yeah. and be yeah. free yeah. <laughs> and um have my own bathroom, you know, all that stuff. I was just excited <laughs> to to move on. But um mm-hmm. I mean I, I had high goals too, you know, so I knew I wanted to take it seriously and Pilot training for me, I think I was, I put a lot more stress on myself than the program warrants. You know, I mean, it is a stressful mm-hmm. program, but I think I kind of did it to myself as well. As I, I, I was always stressed for flights, and you know, really, um, oh was yeah, that, it was, it was that was that just
4: because of the was that the learning curve? Just because you knew absolutely nothing about aviation and you just wanted to make sure you did it right.
3: Um, mostly it was because I wanted, especially in, you know, the, the first half or so of pilot training, I wanted the T38 slot and I know those were super Hmm. hard to get, um, you know, so I, I don't know how much pilot training stuff you guys know, but like, I don't know, pretty much the top quarter of your class will get a T38 slot. So I think my class had 26 people and there were six slots. Um, so I I wanted to be up Top. And so I took every flight really seriously and so I was yeah. just I, I just wanted to make sure I did the best that I could um, basically mm-hmm. is what it boils down to but but yeah I mean definitely it was it was probably the hardest year of my life just because there is a lot to learn like you said it is a steep learning curve um, yeah yeah but overall like I had a good experience you knowing there with your friends and not to mention you're flying really cool planes you know you can't you can't really <laughs> yeah, complain really. too much yeah. <laughs> so <that is> good.
4: <laughs> yeah so really it is, so yeah go ahead tony it,
1: that's fine is the is the t38 track where so what aircraft does that lead to and we've had a couple of fighter pilots um on as well on the podcast on previous episodes but um uh, kind of your take so if if somebody that top quarter of your class gets the T38 track where what what doors can that open for them as far as their flying opportunity I'm guessing it's jets period
3: Yeah sure so I mean actually kind of unique about the T38 is you are universally assignable is what they say right so Okay
0: Oh okay you
3: can you can you can get anything right so but if you track the T1 which is traditionally the cargo and tanker track um, you are mm-hmm. not universally, 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 universally. I don't know. You're not assignable <laughs> to anything. Hey, that, right? no,
0: that's okay.
4: We make up all kinds of words here <laughs> all the time. So yeah. <laughs> that's good.
3: Yeah. So so they're, they're limited, you know, to those uh, bigger, bigger jets. You no, know, the cargo and tankers. Whereas
0: mm-hmm.
3: the T-38, it could be anything, but you are now eligible for fighters and bombers. So. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but if you also. Go through and get T 38s uh-huh. and end up in a cargo as well, you know, it just depends oh, on the, needs yeah, of the Air, Air Force at the that. time and yeah, yeah. So
1: okay,
3: just depends. Just depends what the Air Force wants. So yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you you got the T thirty eight and okay. so what uh what was your you know at, at that point what did you think or what did you want to fly at that point?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, most people going into T-38s wanting to fly fighters, you know, that, that is the ultimate goal. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that was the case with everyone else in my class as well. Um, so I ended up getting a FAPE slot. And I know you guys talked about this with Will and you guys had to figure out what Yes, it did. We, so, did. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we did. We um, did. Yeah, so there are... I don't know, one or two per class of people of, of your pilot training class that they get selected to stay at pilot training and instruct for about three and a half more years. So you never okay. actually move on to your your uh, weapons platform until after you've done that instructor tour. So that's what I did. And so it's, mm-hmm. the FAPE is, stands for First Assignment Instructor Pilot. Um, and, it, and, you know, we take pride in it. It's a big club, flying club for us. You know, it's mostly lieutenants yeah. young captains and, um, with the fate mafia is what we call it. Right. So we have patches, right, the yeah, the, school, skull and right, crossbones yeah. are our thing. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, it can be fun. Awesome. Yeah. So it was a good time. Um, you know, a lot of fun stories come with that too, you know, teaching brand new guys how to fly in a pretty high performance aircraft, you know, oh, geez. So, um, it's a, it was a good time. I, I didn't really have hard feelings when I, when I got selected, most people don't want to, cause they want to escape uh-huh. the pilot training base, but um, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't really have hard feelings. I thought it was going to be a cool job and I was right. You know, I really liked that job. It was, it was fun. You got to fly two or three times a day. You know, I spent more time in that thing than my oh, car. Yeah. Uh, you just feel so comfortable in that aircraft. And, you know, I ended up with like yeah. 1100 hours in it. So it was a good time. Wow. It was really fun. Yeah. And
1: then, and, and then it, that, yep. that comes in handy when you've got a young 22 year old trying to kill you in the same airplane, right?
3: <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. It can be. Oh man. I honestly like looking oh, come at on, like, tell us a story of students. I'm, I mean, the whole, the whole, Thing is a story in itself it's so dangerous yeah. honestly I can't believe that there aren't more accidents what? and I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that but it is they are scary and yeah. I know I, and I know I was scary when I started out too but oh man yeah yeah it's scary so what <laughs> so was
4: was there <laughs> tell us was there a time when you were so close to having to eject <laughs> to eject
3: I mean like yeah. Um, or, or at least any... your at least your hands well, were right. like
1: your hands yeah, were like it's... covering over the handle. <laughs> you know? oh,
3: like... well, oh man! I mean, I never really had any like big emergencies or anything. Thank goodness. Sure. Some people did, but you know there are times. I mean, we're teaching guys with I don't know thirty hours in the plane to fly ten feet away from another plane solo oh right? yeah so like when you're Nerve when wracking. you're yeah so when you're flying and you have a solo student on your wing who has 50 hours in the aircraft or less than that actually oh. probably like 30 oh. you're just like all right mm-hmm. there's nothing i can do if he hits me he's 10 feet away from me you know so like yeah oh, there's <laughs> uh, there's always it's always pretty yeah. pretty hairy in some points but yeah
2: <laughs> well i remember uh <laughs> I remember when I was doing some flight trainings, I felt bad for my instructor when I was in a Cessna one fifty two. So thinking about a T thirty-eight, that's just a little bit faster and a little
3: bit more. Yeah. more well I was favorable. actually yeah. I was actually a Fape in the T six, but yes, yeah, same concept. There are also hmm. Fapes in the T thirty eight. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. There you go.
0: So you nice were a little... in
1: the T... oh, you were a Fape in the T six. So were you where were you? Uh, where was your training base at?
3: I was at Laughlin Air Force Base in Texas. It's in. It's like a. Okay. It's on the border of Mexico, pretty much. Okay. Del, Del Rio, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um,
2: so there's there's
3: four bases, and that's one of them. So.
2: Okay. okay. So Ryan, I, go ahead. I got a question. Um, so what was it like going from something like that to? And I don't even know if there's an an accurate way to describe it, but going to something like that that's so like small and maneuverable and and then to something like the B52 that is just so you know the the wingspan's so enormous and cuz i, <laughs> I got to say when i'm when i was looking at your instagram page and you compare like what a cockpit looks like of like some of these newer fighter jets and then all the dials and stuff and the instruments on the B52 i'm like was that a little <laughs> overwhelming, or or how was that?
3: <laughs> um, I I don't know. They they do a good job of, of making the training. You know, you learn pieces of the cockpit and what each switch does individually, and it gets ingrained in you. And so, like as far as like mm-hmm. the amount of switches and everything, no, that that <laughs> that stuff is fine. Um, <laughs> the maneuverability and stuff. I was a little bit of an issue, not an issue, but a little bit of a learning curve. Mostly when it comes yeah. to, came to air refueling, that was the biggest Ooh, part for wow. me. And I, I thought that would transfer over just because I'm used to flying in formation a lot. Like okay. I did most of my time really close to another plane with like really fine movements, you know. So I thought that yeah. would transfer yeah. more. But the problem is when you're in a T-6 or a T-38 <laughs> or any small plane, you can feel your inputs immediately, right? So if I'm if I'm slightly to the left and I need to go right, I can just move the stick slightly to the right and it'll be there, right? The problem with the mm-hmm. B-52 is, especially with spoilers, <laughs> is it takes three seconds to even register yeah. that you made the input. Takes till
4: next Wednesday for it to make yes. that right turn.
3: And so if you <laughs> keep that like movement, like still in like if i'm trying to turn to the right and i keep my Uh spoiler in for too long trying to wait for the movement to happen i've already put in way too much input so you're you're constantly Mm. thinking in the future because you're like okay i'm gonna put in right input and i'm gonna take it out even before i see the movement happen right so Mm, it's, it's it's like you're thinking in the future and so that to me was like the hardest part just because I'm so used to just instantaneous correction, and I can be there and see it, and you know, it's a pretty mm-hmm. like athletic type of flying formation is. Whereas like the yeah. air, air refueling in the B fifty two is just like, I felt like I was never gonna get it at first. I was like, what in the <laughs> world? This is so difficult. But you oh, know, by yeah. the end of well, training, they we figured it out. It, it all worked out. But it's difficult. It was difficult.
2: There's um. There's a pretty cool video on uh, on her Instagram, Aaron and Tony. If you haven't seen it, where I think you are actually doing an air to air refueling, and the amount of corrections that you're making with the yoke, I'm just like, holy shit!
3: <laughs> I'm just yeah. Like, yeah,
2: it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. So I thought yeah, that was you're moving that thing see.
3: around a lot. Yeah, it is kind of cool. To see. And you know, that's the same in the and, pattern too. Like even just like if wow. the autopilot's not on and you're just trying to maintain an altitude, that's exactly what it looks like too. The B fifty two is just odd that way. It doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really stay in one place. Yeah. You constantly have to keep it there. So and,
4: and the B the B fifty two, it 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 doesn't have ailerons, right? It's just it, it's all about spoilers, right? Spoilers. Yep. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. And then. The B-52 was probably the first aircraft that you ever did air-to-air refueling as well, because T-6, T-38, those aren't air-to-air, right? Right, Either right. one.
3: No, but I mean, like, you do a lot of formation flying and stuff, which right, I could guess right. mimic air refueling, but as far as oh, def- actually def- definitely. receiving gas, correct. This is but the actually making
4: contact with another yeah. aircraft, it's not until you were in the B-52. Yes. Wow.
1: so uh cammy i was i was in the utah well i was active duty air force for a while but was also in the utah air national guard and um i i got to go up in a kc-135 on a b-52 refueling mission um and just to see that beast coming up from below and one of the things that i noticed and it actually freaked me out at first Is the engines when that thing's coming up at you? It's like the engines are moving back and forth like at this crazy rate, like they're gonna snap off. That's one of the craziest (laughs) things I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, and it's so. Is that something that you feel? (laughs) You can't can't feel it, but honestly, if you're like in a cloud and you're in turbulence and you it, it freaks me out to look out the side and just to see the movement of the wing tips and everything i just sometimes i can't oh, i yeah. can't look oh, so I'm my like my <laughs> wings are going to fall off they're going to snap off in, they're going to snap off at any time <laughs> yeah so uh, i know what you're saying yes i, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're yeah saying. Um, I, wow. yeah it was there's a lot of pretty flex.
1: awesome to. <laughs> yeah there but, is and 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 i can't remember it must have been the b52 as well because the wings at certain points almost looked like they were flapping yeah. Um, I can't. That, I can't remember yeah. if that was the C five or the B fifty two, but I'm pretty sure it was the B fifty two. So, I mean,
3: maybe both, but for sure the B fifty two. It does that for sure. So, yeah. Right. yeah.
1: Well, and that was, you know, I'm I'm old, and that was a long time ago too. So that might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
4: the the H model's been around since '62, so I think they've got pretty good wings on there, even though they like to flap oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean they're flexible they're, for a reason pretty, we
3: put like pretty
4: dang yeah exactly hundreds of
3: thousands of pounds of gas in those wings oh too, yeah you know so like yeah. have to be flexible
4: yeah and uh, i'm just joking too i mean I know, of course yeah. there's reasons i'm just being dumb no but, i, know, I know. <laughs>
3: yeah. but so, it so, isn't it isn't very fun to look at while you're in the cockpit i'll tell you that much
4: oh yeah <laughs> nerve-wracking geez <laughs> um so I, I have another question and, and I wanted to, Ryan kind of skipped ahead just a little bit to the B-52. I wanted to just go back. Damn it, Ryan. To, to, I know, <laughs> geez. Uh, the T-38 and, and, and the T-6 and, and just ask about, um, so when you got your pilot slot, were you training in the T-6 first or did you go directly to T-38s and then, from T-38, you went to the T-6 to be the FAPE, or how did that go? Um, yes,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Air Force pilot training is approximately a year long. You, they, it keeps The syllabus keeps changing, but you have approximately mm-hmm. a month to two months of academics on the ground, and then they throw you in the T-6. So every Air Force pilot starts in the T-6, and they, they fly the T-6 for about five months. And then, based on performance and what the Air Force has available, you'll either go T1s or T38s for the rest of the six month, five to six month period. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so yeah, I went to the T38, flew that for about five months. And then, come assignment night, I found out that I was going back to the T6 to instruct. Oh, okay. Sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> and so. I guess for that's why when you mention that story, you're like, oh, some people, they just want to get out of there. And so I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh, man, I got to go back to the T6. But I mean, (laughs) geez, I mean,
3: (laughs) yeah, I mean, give give and take. Right. So like the T38. Yeah. Yes. Super fun to fly. It would be super fun to be an instructor. However, there are perks of the T6. It still pulls the same amount of Gs as the T38. Like you're still raging. Uh-huh. Um, you can mm-hmm. fly anywhere and land anywhere because your takeoff and landing distance is way shorter. So you can. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: I can imagine. You,
3: you can you can go anywhere, like anywhere. Whereas the T38, their, you know, their told is so limited, on where they can. Yeah. They, can't, they can't go anywhere too high. They can only go to like Colorado. If it's cold and wintry because they won't be able to, (laughs) you know, so yeah, yeah, just there's perks to both. I would say. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Normally, well, I was going to instructor in one, you're partial to that one, you know, but just depends. So
1: I was going to I was going to ask, how do those tiny little wings on the T-38 provide any lift whatsoever? (laughs) They
3: don't. (laughs) (laughs) You
4: you just need enough (laughs) speed. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, go yeah, no, that thing is that thing is so janky i remember thinking oh this is, go- this is gonna go so fast it's gonna be so smooth and like it is shaky because you're in the buffet pretty much the uh-huh. whole flight because <laughs> there's no wings so it's a, it's yeah, a shaky wow. little rattle trap honestly it's fun and it's fast <laughs> but man it shakes like the entire time so and, yeah, those, well, and those I just- are old too uh, yeah those are pretty old yeah well. yeah oh, yeah Part of it, but
1: well, and I, I still can't believe that the Thunderbirds actually used the T 38s and that they could still fly as, as you know, precise as they did and all the maneuvers. Uh, that's true. Yeah, when you, that true. When you realize that how easily that thing can just stall. So I, I don't know. It's just a thought.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. interesting. And uh, so I, I was going to add something about what, what Cammie said about the T 38s and. You know, if it's hot and, you know, those things is so Cammie, uh, years ago, early 2000s, I actually worked as, as a, um, I worked the ramp at Gateway Aviation Services, which is down at the old Williams Air Force Base, which is now called Gateway oh, Phoenix Mesa bunch. Gateway. I think. Yeah. 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 So T 38s would go in there all the time. Um, Typically not in the middle of summer, because when it's one fifteen out, <laughs> they're usually not going into Phoenix. But um there were some days where we did have some T thirty-eights in and and the cool thing is 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 I used to launch T thirty eights all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to hook up the you know, the the air cart, the the air start, uh switch the valves, like everything. It was so much fun yeah. uh working the ramp. Um But there were a few days where the, it just got so hot that like all the T-38s that were there were just grounded because it was, it was just too hot in Phoenix. And, uh, (laughs) that was always interesting when I, but yet I was still having to go out and dump labs on airliners and whatever. So it sucked for that reason. But, uh, but yeah, Yeah. those, those T-38s, those are crazy. It was fun. I had a little bit of hands-on experience on the ground, you know, working
3: on them. Yeah, for sure, that's awesome. They're cool little planes. When I worked,
1: oh Mm -hmm. yeah, when I when I worked the ramp too, I remember, I would always like, um, or I should say the 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 line crew, when a T thirty eight or a T t thirty seven came in, they were like, oh, we're gonna have to stand (laughs) out there for like forty five minutes from the time they get to the airplane (laughs) to the time we get to send them off. It was like every single time.
3: <laughs> just because the students are it was, slow, is that what? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, probably. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know probably that they're it. going through I mean, you're gonna go through your checklist anyway, but they're going over their checklist like seven times. You know, <laughs> yeah, just I'd to make probably. sure. And anyway, but uh but no, yeah. that's great. That's so funny. so Cammy, at what point um did you get a call sign and what is your call sign?
3: Ooh, okay. If you yeah, so this choose one's to divulge interesting. That. I can divulge <laughs> this. I'm I'm not gonna disappoint you with the story. Not as cool as most stories. Um <laughs> so uh, fapes so I don't know, it depends. So like when I was a fape, yes, you get a call sign. B- uh-huh. it depends on which community you go to after being a fape and if you get to keep your call sign. So oh, okay. uh-huh. I still don't know for sure if I get to keep it. I've heard whisperings <laughs> that they will let me keep it. It's kind of a ceremony, like a ceremony type of thing where you have to convince them that you earned it or wh- whatever it may be. Uh-huh. But, um, mm-hmm. So my call sign as a FAPE, uh was lit. L I T. And yes. And. <laughs> uh, basically. So there was, while I was instructing, there was a bad weather day. It was like foggy. It was a winter morning and all of our flying goes were canceled. And I kind of, I was, I was still pretty new to in, to being an instructor and I wanted to practice different things. And so I decided to go get myself in the sim. And since I couldn't fly for real, just practice random instructor things. And so mm-hmm. I get in the sim, do my thing, I pop out of the sim, and I'm just by myself, and I go, I don't know if you guys have ever been, I mean, you guys have probably been in a sim of some sort, but basically, Uh I don't know, they're like domes, and there's like a a door on the dome, and so I tried to get out of the little dome thing, and I was locked in to that sim. Um, oh, no. I could not I could not get out. I was, yeah, so I and it was funny. So there was a phone in there, and so I, I called like the sim maintenance from the phone and I said, I can't get out. Uh I'm locked in here. And of course the lady starts laughing and says, Oh, we changed the lock this morning. I guess they didn't test them out. I'm like, okay, guess, oh, guess not. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And then I, if I remember correctly, I think I was late to a flight because it took them so long to get me out. Like I had to, I remember calling back to where I worked and telling the student, like, I'm going to be late. I'm locked in the simulator. And, um, oh, wow. They, I, they they, couldn't figure it out. Basically they took the entire door off the frame to get me out of there. It took like an hour.
4: <laughs> but, oh my God.
3: Yeah. So <laughs> it stands for locked in trainer. So.
4: Oh, that's, oh, that's oh they, they've gotta they've gotta let you keep that. That's funny. Oh, I <laughs> that's so. funny. I was thinking I mean, a totally it. different direction yeah. of
2: that, but that's awesome.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like
3: she's so like lit. Pig?
1: Yeah, anyway.
3: <laughs> she's so lit. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. That's awesome.
0: Um,
4: <laughs> wow. Wow. Um okay, so I've got another question. Cammy or lit, mm-hmm. I guess I should say. Um, <laughs> well, I guess it's not official if you get a. I don't keep know. It, I, so think, I, I think I think
3: they're gonna let me keep it. I have to sell the okay. story. Is funny enough. You'll to have to let us let know. We'll You'll see.
4: have to let us know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell them,
1: tell them that your call sign is uh, Ramp Check Global Approved, and they won't <laughs> yeah. know what the hell you mean. <laughs> For sure,
3: <Yeah>. they'll <laughs> let me then. Yeah. That's yeah. Right? Oh so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: They'll be like, they'll be like, wait, wait, wait. Who? Anyway, so. <laughs> um, I I was
4: I was um I was gonna ask about um so all your experiences in in the T six and the T thirty eight um whether you were a student pilot or the instructor pilot um is there any one flight that you can go back to in your mind that you like to think about um or something specifically happened that taught you something um. That I don't know, maybe there was some kind of in flight emergency you troubleshooted, or you, you know, just something along those yeah. lines. Um, that we love to hear about.
3: Sure, I'm trying to think of, um, you know, as an in, instructor, in, in, yeah,
4: yeah, any ahead. any experience? No, no, go ahead.
3: Well, I don't know, as an instructor, it's really, really rewarding to get. Feel like the light bulb is going going on, you know, in, in someone. So in the T six, the instructor is always in the back, and the students always in the front. And there there was one particular flight, and I, I'm like not really an emotional person, I would say. Like I don't really, mm-hmm. I've never like cried in a movie or like like nothing. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm like hard to bring out some of this emotion. But there was there was this particular student who. He was struggling, and, and he, you know, and it's tough when you get those students because they want to do so well. But sometimes you just, if you mm-hmm. don't have it, you don't have it, and sometimes, you know, and sometimes people don't make it through. Yeah. And um, there, there was this particular student I was flying with, and he had failed his previous two flights, and he kept he kept unsading for this particular thing, and so in in the before we went to go fly. I, we had a sit down and I was explaining him to him like how to do this thing better. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I just remember on the flight, he did exactly what I told him to do and like executed it perfectly because I like Mm. had, I had, you know, like broken it down step by step and he did exactly step by step what I asked him to do. And you could just feel his light bulb moment, you know. Wow. like you could just feel like he was so yep. relieved that he figured it out and he was just in the front and he, he was just so happy over this one thing because oh, he cool. kept he kept like failing this flight for this one thing and, and you can just tell he was like he got it and he did it perfectly like two or three times in a row and I like had to like turn my microphone off because I was like trying I was like starting to tear up in the back I was like oh my God. Oh wow <laughs> he's doing it he's doing it I don't know I mean it was such a cool moment and honestly most of the moments I have are, are similar to that you know just mm-hmm. some of the stories besides the almost dying stories you know the coolest part of instructing were those moments you know because kids kids mm-hmm. show up and they this has been their dream their whole life and so you know they're stressed and when they get it and they understand it and they do it well. It's just it was super fun. Super cool to watch and super uh rewarding. So I mean that's that's one story. I, I'm trying to think of like anything mm-hmm. else. As far as like student flights, um oh man I I mean you're never gonna forget your first solo, you know. So the T six solo yeah. was, was pretty fun. Um, good memories there, and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you never forget your first solo, so that, thats yeah, one sure. that comes to mind. Yeah. You know, you're just you know, I, I was just
4: I was just gonna add. Maybe your call sign call sign should be lit because of all these light bulb moments that you experience with <laughs> your <laughs> right. uh, student pilots. Yeah,
3: sure, that's it. That yeah, that yeah. makes you make a good point. Go. Yeah,
1: Full meaning. So is it? Is it even possible to solo in the B fifty two?
3: Oh my gosh. Uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> there is no way. Like Right. Oh, yeah. No, there's just yeah. no way. There's so many things on both sides of the cockpit you need for literally everything that there's just there's no way. I, like yeah. Oh my gosh. It'd be cool, but yeah. no. <laughs> I'd be like popping yeah. yeah. in both seats <laughs> constantly.
4: <laughs> um what, what uh what were your thoughts when you got uh assigned to the b52 and uh tell us about that and the first time you you went up in a b52 and and uh you how, know that whole experience yeah yeah how how did it happen seriously how p6 what? to a b52 how oh, you oh, got oh. the b52 slot
3: okay i mean yeah so when you're a fape um, based on like whatever fiscal year you're in, you kind of just get assigned similar to how the students do. And that's, that's what I got. And I mean, full disclosure, like, no, I did not want it. I wanted, I mean, I, I wanted the intent. <laughs> okay. But oh, I will say, I will <laughs> say I have been pleasantly surprised. Um, uh-huh. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the whole big aircraft thing and the whole crew aircraft Mm -hmm. thing but i have really enjoyed it and i've surprised myself with or i guess it surprised me with with how much i have enjoyed it so um yeah yeah so i mean i don't know i've only been flying it for i mean i started training like a year ago and i only i mean yeah i haven't been flying it for that long my first flight was yeah. in like April, so it's been yeah. Oh, wow. And
4: di- didn't you qualify like in July or something? Yeah, I'm I was brand new. Your... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I'm brand new. So I officially that's did my checkride in that's July. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I just got here to mine not only like a month ago or so. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't even flown here yet in North Dakota. That's a that's an even different story. There, I mean, I don't know. We have I don't know how much you know about. I know you guys attend Red, Reg, Red Flag regularly. I've yeah. seen you guys. Right. Um, but So the <laughs> Global Strike Command, we have our own exercise that we do called Global Thunder. Um, and we're like in the heart of starting, we're about to start Global Thunder. And so all of us new guys are kind of on the back burner as far as flying goes because mm-hmm. they're, they're all spinning up for Global Thunder. It's a big
0: mm.
3: big bomber exercise. Um, so I think we won't Fly until that's over, so it's probably going to be near the end of October before I even fly. To be honest, here. um Oh wow! Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of waiting around, but that's okay. So,
1: um,
3: yeah, so still getting settled and processing. A-
1: oh. oh yeah, definitely. It's and you know you got you arrived in Minot just in time for winter too. Yeah, um, lucky to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, awesome. so tell us, tell us a little bit about the scope of this. Uh, you said it was global thunder. I mean, yeah, it sounds you know massive. What? I don't want to really, get,
3: but... yeah, I don't want to get too, I mean, I, ha- I haven't been right into everything yet. It, it is a nuclear uh, yeah. exercise. Um, I'm not sure how much yeah. detail I should go into, but it's, it's known. That oh, we just like,
1: sure. um, from an abdeeks yeah. perspective, I mean, you're going to see a lot of, a lot of heavies flying, I'm guessing.
3: Yeah a lot of bombers in particular, a lot of B-52s in particular, since it is a nuclear Mm -hmm. exercise. I think a lot of the jets from Barksdale may be here. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm Mm -hmm. still the new guy. I'm still trying to figure it out, but um, yeah, I don't know. They they do a whole scenario and they, they do something or Uh other that I'm not really read into yet. So speaking
4: of the, you know, these, these uh, bomber operations and deployments and, can you believe the video of those uh, Russian flankers like oh flying around gosh. B-52s? I mean, talk about some crazy shit! I can't uh, believe those
3: yeah. videos. Yeah, that that was pretty fun. So I saw it was like a CNN headline or something like
0: uh-huh. Russian
3: fighter crosses within a hundred feet of the B-52. And I knew instantly, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what it's like to be in that thing. 100%, there's going to be some sort of footage that comes out within like a day, because the pilot definitely <laughs> yeah. videoed that. Because that would be the first thing I do, you know, whip out my phone. Oh, yeah. look at this. So, um, oh, sure yeah. enough, sure enough, some dude videoed it. And cool video, for sure. I mean,
0: yeah, it is uh, he did yeah, get, yeah, he it is. Did get pretty crazy.
3: close. But, um, yeah, I don't know. He's just show- I mean, I, I, I would like to think that the Russian fighter was just trying to get a better look at how good looking the B-52 is—that's my personal <laughs> take go. on it. That's it. But yeah, it's it. exactly what he was. Doing. Or, or, better
1: view of the buff, or <laughs> right, or being a less than a hundred feet, trying to get a view of like how good looking the pilots were.
3: I mean, maybe. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. a good point. Never know. You never that's know. It. So w-
1: that that whole uh, yeah <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um well apparently like the military got a bunch of really valuable like electronic intelligence um about the flankers and their tactics and things when that all happened so it was like when the, that all happened yeah, yeah. So, so yeah thank you. Russia. Go both ways, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. That guy yeah, you're gonna...
3: probably got in trouble then if that's the case. He's probably <laughs> yeah, I know. executed by now or I don't know. The Russian... yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah,
4: Vladim <laughs> Vladimir's off flight duty.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Um so let's see here. There was um oh I, I was gonna mention too, and you know, I might as well mention now. So it looks like since you won't, since you're not going to be flying a whole lot, you'll be spending more time with Buffy, who is uh, who's your new dog. And uh, uh, I was going to yep. say you must love the B fifty two enough to name your dog Buffy.
3: Okay, there's so, a story. There's a story because it's not that named too. Warthog.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I first of all I don't fly the Warthog, but here's the backstory. So yeah. Yeah. When I when I first was a brand new instructor at pilot training. I got two cats, and the two cats' oh, wow. names were Texan and Talon after the T6 and T38. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so! Nice. I
3: basically roped myself cool. into naming her Buffy. Like I had to keep the theme. It just, it's just kind of, awesome. it just had to happen. Yeah. So I've Texan, oh Talon and Talon. When, we
2: <laughs> when we were growing up, you're talking to some AV geeks here that had cats named Maverick and Goose. <laughs> of course she
3: yeah. did. Of course she did. So we
2: understand that.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah.
3: That's probably the most 100%. common pilot dog name. I feel like I've met one million Mavericks across yeah. the year. <laughs> that's <workforce>. awesome.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm <Yeah>. sure.
3: <laughs> that's funny.
4: <laughs> that is, that. that's so funny. Um. So as far as, how long do you expect to actually be flying the B-52 because, you know, um, out this, uh, you know, just this year uh, on May 19th, the Air Force actually put out a request for proposal to re-engine the B-52 because they obviously want to keep the B-52 in service uh, through 2050. So it's absolutely going to be crazy to see a B-52, you know, five, 10 years down the road uh, with a brand new engine. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, so w- is there a possibility you'd be flying one of these re engine B 52s as well?
3: Yeah, there's definitely a possibility. So I, I honestly, I don't know what my future holds. I don't know how long I'm going to stay in. Um, I have a minimum mm-hmm. of six years left. So,
0: mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm.
3: yes, I could potentially be flying be flying the B 52 for the rest of those six years. Um, So and then if I choose to stay in longer as well, then yeah. Yeah. I would would definitely be there's there's so many different opportunities though. Like I as of right now, my plan is to stay in the B fifty two, but they always send people back to pilot training or they always send I mean there's always the whole B twenty one program and there's the T seven program. That's true. So there's so many different opportunities that I like, I'm not going to say I'm for sure going to be in the b 2 because if if someone told me I could go fly the T-7, I would do that. Um But yeah, that's I, cool. yeah so I, it just depends. But yeah, there's a huge possibility that I would I would see and fly uh, some of those new engine jets. That would be pretty cool. So. So.
1: So what you're saying is um, if we see an Instagram post and you've got some new pets that are named either Raider, Lancer, or Spirit, we'll know something's going on, right? <laughs>
3: yeah. You know, I was literally thinking about that yesterday. I was like, what am I going to do if I ever get a new pet? What would I do? No, I'm not planning on it. I'm, I'm, Buffy has put me out my wits for now. So no new no pets for <laughs> yeah. a while. So. Oh, That's so funny. <laughs> that's yeah, so I
4: would funny. imagine that that dog is definitely giving you a run for your money. Because it's, it's an Alaskan Malamute, right?
3: Yes. little husky yeah.
4: puppy or whatever.
1: God, however, oh, They're so cute. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she's pretty fluffy. But she's also very... I mean, actually, she is doing pretty good. Uh, we had some issues with yeah. training in the very beginning. She's just a typical yeah, puppy yeah. now. You know, just really bitey and stuff. But <laughs> well, she's doing good. She's fine. So yeah. But she'll be big. So
4: be good. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. Jeez. Um so Cami, here here's yeah. another question for you. I mean, gosh, I could just ask questions all the time. I mean, I love, you know, meeting new pilots, especially, you know, military pilots. Uh, you know, we appreciate your service. We thank you for your service. Um and uh now that you've gone through all this flight training and the hours you have and you've Flown all these different types of aircraft, and you're now currently, you know, B 52 uh, pilot. Um, would you consider yourself an AV geek now? Like, do you love yes. being around the <laughs> aircraft? Like, do you just, yeah. you know, just live for it like we do?
3: <laughs> yes. I mean, yes, I'm definitely an AV geek now, you know. I mean, look at my yeah. Instagram for goodness sake. You've been yeah, talking about it this I whole day. Say. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I would consider myself an av geek. You know, it's most yeah. of what we talk about most of the day at work is planes, too, you know, so. Uh-huh, so, yeah. yeah. That's, yep, that's my job. That's what we do. <laughs> so,
1: well, and what, once it's in your planes. blood, yep, you can't, you just can't get rid of it, so.
3: No. Yeah. No. <laughs> so as a, as
1: a, As a B fifty two pilot, obviously you're part of, you know, the the strategic air command. Is it still called SAC? (laughs) I'm so so untouched now. They like it's the SAC,
3: right? That's um, what I thought. Global Strike Command. Yeah.
1: Global Strike Command. Okay. I like SAC better, but anyway, whatever. (laughs) So, being part of Global Strike Command, have you have you had to like? like serve alert duty yet or can you kind of describe what that is to people that don't know because i'm imagining that's probably part of your i mean that's part of your job obviously but uh, you know if somebody wants to fly the the b-52 or you know another bomber um what what else can they expect other than just flying the airplane
3: yeah um we actually the b-52 does not really sit alert right now um we're trained to oh, it, really? so we have yeah so we have certain procedures to like there's different checklists we run to make it faster and everything for alert you know um uh-huh. but mm-hmm. so we, we've practiced running those checklists in case we ever run alert but we actually don't actively sit alert right now um so i know i have not well, i have not done alert yeah we're 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 trained well, a to good it. We sign, do though. it right now yeah, mm-hmm. and that kind of went away with when SAC went away, from what I understand. I need to really need to read up on yeah, my and the, Col- and the Cold War.
4: Actually, you know, actually, yeah. um, I, I have a little excerpt on online here uh, in September <laughs> uh, 1991. The wing, which I'm reading about, the the, the fifth uh, bomb wing, which that that that's that's the bomb wing out of Minot, right? Am I yes. correct on that one? Yeah, yeah. it
0: is. Yeah. Um,
4: okay. Okay. Cool. So. Uh, In September 91, the wing marked a historic moment in the final days of the Cold War when it pulled its aircraft from continuous alert status, a job it had performed for 35 years. Wow. So back in 91 is when they pretty much ended the uh, alert
1: status. Yep. That's crazy. So I'm only, I'm only like, I'm only, wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm only like like twenty nine years behind the curve, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Tony.
4: Geez, more <laughs> of you? Just kidding.
1: And I and I call myself an AF geek. Geez, I just my my stock just went way down.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe you'll yeah, have a lit
4: moment soon.
2: Yeah, Tony, you're about as old as the newest B fifty two, aren't you? <laughs> Well, let me just, let me just say this.
4: Oh God, you got me laughing good. Let me just say this. I
1: am 52 years old, so. No. So, so was I, am
3: I
2: close? Am I close?
3: (laughs) A little, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: See, I knew it, I knew it. That's funny. That's funny. So you're you were born at you. So you're the same same age as my daughter. So okay. So that makes sense. Okay. So, yep. Nice. That's that's cool.
4: Oh man, I was laughing. I lost my train of thought. What were we even asking her? I don't remember that last part.
1: Well, you guys weren't asking her anything. You were giving me shit for being old. So, well, we'll no, no, no. Sure. Why, why,
4: <laughs> why I read when they ended the alert status because you had talked, you guys were talking about that. Oh, yeah. yeah I, yeah. I had, yeah.
1: Yeah. I had just asked what, uh, you know, so, so let me ask you this then, Cammy. If is so being a bomber pilot, you know, how, how different is that? And I know you're just kind of settling into this, but I mean, is it a lot of hurry up and wait or, you know, like, like it was more for studying, me when I was, yeah. Simulator
3: time? Wait, so, so that again, hurry up and wait for what?
1: what oh, what is it saying? just like, like, like the normal routine of, 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 or the normal routine of a bomber pilot now? Is it, is it a lot of it just hurry up and wait? Or, I mean, are you going to, Obviously, training just continues and continues. But if somebody who's aspiring to be a B fifty two pilot, just what what can they kind of expect after, like after all the training is complete, you've oh, completed yeah, yeah. a check ride, you're ready to go. So
3: yeah, Um yeah, we do a lot of training missions, like you said. I mean, that's really all we do while we're here on home station, you know, is just practice different things. Mm -hmm. We have different currencies we have to get done. So like a certain amount of flights per mission set per quarter, if that makes sense, like close air support, um, nuke, Mm -hmm. um, standoff, uh, weapons, that kind of thing. You know, we have different currencies we have to meet. So, um, yeah. So basically you're, you're flying once, maybe twice a week, um normally if you're just flying the line unless you have some you know ridiculous side gig you know different additional duty um but mm-hmm. yeah once or twice a week it would probably be normal and you're just kind of rotating mission sets um we also do low levels to practice mining um, Ooh, wow. playing mines yeah those are fun um Oh, yeah. Well, yeah we
4: uh, I read about that, that they do that. Oh, that's cool. yeah. I did
3: know that. I think, I think we're, like, the only Air Force platform that does that, maybe. I don't know. We help the Navy out. Like, they'll give us coordinates if they need us to lay mines in, in wherever, whatever body of water, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I don't think we do it very often. We just have the capability, from what I understand. Yeah. So
4: Is that something you do at low altitude or higher altitude?
3: Yeah. So we, we practice mining doing low level. Yeah. So oh,
1: wow. That's cool. <laughs> low, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. That's fun. What's um, the, oh, go ahead, Ryan.
2: No, I was going to ask more of, uh, some of the specs of the B 52. I mean, I know because I'm an av geek, the basics, but just because I spent so many years fueling aircraft, what is the, uh, What's the the max fuel capacity on a B52?
3: The max fuel capacity, um it's require a little bit of math. It is <laughs> uh, Let's see. So <laughs> I'm just looking roughly. Each, yeah, each so each B52 weighs about 190 and then our max fuel load in, or our max gross weight is 488. So Oh my god. So, oh, are you
1: serious? Yeah. So you're looking over two
4: hundred
3: thousand
1: yeah. pounds of fuel?
4: Wow. Well, an ordinance too. I mean, wow, you got to okay. think about that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Ordinance. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Damn. Yeah, Max weight forty eight.
3: Is... So I don't know. Normal, normal training missions. Like when I was in training, we would load about one hundred eighty thousand pounds. Was a normal day. And that was like a Damn. oh wow I don't know, six hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's
2: wow, the that longest? Is... Dude, that's, that's like 25,000 gallons, roughly, isn't it? If I'm doing my math right in my head, that is a lot of fuel.
3: I don't know. I remember, so there was, we had a, one of our ground instructors at the B-52 training. He apparently did this math, so if it doesn't check out, it's not my fault. I just remember what he said. <laughs> okay. He said, one, <laughs> one training mission in the B-52 equates to driving your car around the equator 25 times
4: oh Oh my god so that's why the re-engineering program is uh, underway
2: (laughs) fuel efficiency (laughs) yes (laughs) yes yeah but you know i I gotta admit if if when when that's all complete i'm gonna miss being down at Nellis and being able to spot a b52 from who knows how far away? Just because of the smoke I coming know. out of the back. The <laughs> smoke. Yeah, exactly. I'm mean, gonna I
3: miss the smoke. <laughs> so. Oh, I know. That was so my favorite
2: thing about the B-52. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yep. yeah, and the engine sound—it absolutely yeah. kind of like when they re-engine the C-5, and you got rid of that awesome oh. line that it had—the growl. Yeah, oh.
1: yep. I miss that so much. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> So Cammy, what's the longest uh, training mission or flight you've been on? The longest I mean, duration, not,
3: not long, probably about six hours. But you know that mm-hmm. was just for okay. training. These guys in our yeah. squadron are always talking about like these thirty-hour missions. It's routine, so I'm oh, sure I'll be on wow. one of those here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Uh, how geez. many? How many crew members are on that thirty-hour mission?
3: That's a good question. I honestly don't really know what the rules are as far as augmenting crews. I'm assuming Uh at least four pilots, I would think. Yeah. I I really, I don't have a set number. I'm sure there's some sort of regulation that says for this many hours, this many Mm -hmm. people to, to help augment you, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Wow. I'm sure we will know shortly, but
4: yeah. I was going to well, say, we'll, we'll, have, now. we'll have to ask you. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll have to ask you after you go on your first one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, Tony and Ryan, is there any other like, you know, questions you've been, you've been wanting to, uh, to ask Cam? have yeah, I've got one more about mostly mine on Air Force Base, but, uh, um, no,
1: I, I'm. What good. about you guys? I'm good. I I got to ask the questions that I wanted to, so that's cool.
2: Yep. No, I've just been listening to you guys. You guys have covered them all. I know my questions have been a little more on the younger side, simply just because I'm just so <laughs> yeah. nerded out talking to someone <laughs> that flies the B-52. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, and
4: so so there there's two things I want to mention. Um, the first thing is. I believe Cammie is our first female guest interview. Is that correct? I mean, I know we've had Fast Wife Lauren on during mm-hmm. a special edition on our podcast. Right. But as far as like a pilot and, you know, somebody in the Air Force or the military, um, I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out because that's actually really cool. And we really appreciate Cammie coming on for that. This is yeah. really, that's that's awesome.
3: It's funny you so say that. I actually just found out last week that I am the only female pilot on the whole base. So, oh, you've that, got to be kidding <laughs> me!
1: Wow, you know, oh wow! But,
3: yeah, we have some. I mean, we have some and, female uh, wizards, weapon system officers, uh-huh. you know, who, who are uh-huh. on, the, on the plane. But as far as pilots <clears> go, I'm I'm the only girl. So it'll be fun. And
1: are We're
3: you? Also- are you the yeah. only I was gonna
2: say that's probably pretty fun?
1: <laughs> are you the um are you the only female single pilot on the base as well?
3: <laughs> I mean probably considering yeah. I mean, probably. <laughs> one comes with the other, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What are you saying? Do you have anyone um,
3: for me? Is that what you're saying?
1: Whoa, hey, I'm I am too old. Stop it. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: no, I was just curious. It's uh, new on the base, and yeah, I mean, there's... I uh, Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. So, uh, what was your last question, Aaron? Were, were you going to <laughs> say that she could fly an
4: aircraft and date somebody of the same age? Because that would be odd. Oh, no. not. That... <laughs>
1: Good Lord, I'm not I'm asking for teasing. me at all. Jeez. I'm teasing.
4: I know, I know. I'm just teasing.
1: I mean, yeah, I am.
4: We keep Tony bringing this up, single, but yes. I am we, single
1: too. But yeah, yeah we went. we
4: joke we joke with Tony. Oh, I, I just goodness. had to say that because they were they were both um, from the '60s, so that's pretty yeah. funny. But anyway,
1: so yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks thanks for bringing was, that back yeah. again. It's You're really-
4: welcome. Um, on a serious note, okay. <laughs> um. So recently, uh, a B-52H um, Ghost Rider actually was brought out of Davis-Monthan Air Force Base. And, you know, it was basically kind of, you know, brought back to life um, and brought to Minot Air Force Base. And have you seen that specific aircraft or been in it or flown in it or f- I guess have flown it?
3: So, the most recent one I've heard is Wise Guy. Is that the one you're talking about? Okay. Or okay. Maybe so Ghost Rider was too. No,
4: so, Ghost Rider, um, so Wise Guy. Okay. Yes, you are right. There is Wise Guy, but Ghost Rider was the one that was brought in, I guess, at the end of
3: 2016. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one. Okay. No, I haven't seen it I haven't seen it yet. No. Um, yeah, okay. no, I haven't. I, I oh, I'm that, sure I will. I'm sure I will see it yeah. soon. Um, oh yeah. When they when they brought Wise Guy in, actually, so Wise Guy so is Wise Guy at my not then. So Wise Guy, I think, is at Barksdale still. So kind of okay. That, that, that's where was, I got
4: the story mixed up. Okay, yeah.
3: maybe I don't know. I mean, Wise Guy was just like May of nineteen, so like a year, just over a year ago. Ish.
4: Okay, that's and, why, yeah. the, and the
3: only yeah. reason I know that is because so like before I reported to Barksdale for training, I mm-hmm. flew in the T six to the Barksdale Air Show for a static display, and I remember oh like, that's right, cool yeah it was a blast um like right before I got there they had just flown Wise Guy. Barksdale. And I remember literally, I remember going up initial and looking down at all the B 52s and seeing one that was just like white. And I was like, what? Is that? <laughs> yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, English,
3: it was a wise guy. Yep.
4: <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I think, I'm, I'm yeah, assuming so... he's
3: still getting fixed up. I don't know. I'm not, know i am not not quite sure. But
4: yeah, he, mu- he must be, um, because, uh, the, uh, the other aircraft. Um, was already delivered to Minot, and and so that that's probably why I brought that up is, okay, is because that one is actually should be there, but,
1: and, but yeah. Anyway,
3: I'll look out. I'll look out for it.
1: I yep. I yeah. do actually have one more question, one last question for me. So, Cammy, is it is it a little unnerving um, getting into an aircraft that was almost forty years old when you <laughs> were born?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a good question.
3: I don't know. I actually don't really. I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. I've thought about it in the <laughs> sense that all of the gauges are really old. And I'm like, dang, like glass cockpit mm-hmm. would be really nice. But I haven't mm-hmm. thought about it in terms of danger. <laughs> but,
1: uh-huh. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel like it... it's unsafe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, it's it's not. I mean you know the uh, the uh-huh. air force you know maintains their aircraft better than anybody else you know and uh, just mm-hmm. it's obvious because they're so some of the airplanes are so old you know the KC-135 along with that but um yeah it's just yeah. if you just kind of think about it it's like oh yeah this was this had been flying for almost 40 years the year that I was born. So <laughs> add another, you know, 30 uh, to that. It's just like, Holy, it's amazing to me actually. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is.
3: yeah. And that's part of the cool part too, is just every jet that I fly in has some sort of history tied to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. some sort of cool thing it did. And so, it, yeah, a lot of, a lot of really, you know, courageous and, Awesome people have been in those jets before me, you know, and so it's pretty cool to to be part of that heritage. I'd say for such a such an old jet, so it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess before we let you go, can you share like a story with us um, that might stand out to you of an aircraft that you've flown that you heard like a little bit about its history?
3: Uh, I haven't honestly. I don't know any specific stories about any tail numbers that I've flown in particular. Um, uh-huh. so I'm not, I'm not very helpful with that, but I mean, it's funny though. Cause I don't know. One of my friends, husbands has been flying this jet for like three or four years and he's, he's taken the jet to air shows. Um, and he'll have, you know, older dudes come up to him and just be like, Did you know this tail number? Did and like just rattle off all the stuff this tail did. And he's like, No, actually I i didn't know that. So oh, that is I know cool. uh, Yeah, so I know that there are some people out there who who do know <laughs> the stories about each individual tale. But I, I uh-huh. unfortunately do not I like I said, I need to brush up on my B fifty two history uh for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to be a lot to read about. But Oh yeah.
4: Like yeah. Well, you, you can make some of your old, your own stories too, so that's
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> I mean, hopefully you don't have to, but yes, I mean, make some of your own stories as well would be uh, would be pretty cool. So, um, uh, so Aaron, you asked the question too, but I'll ask it one more time. Uh, any last questions for Cammy while we have her on with us?
4: No. I- I'm I'm good. I I was just going to say uh is there anything we didn't cover, Cammy? Anything that you would have liked us to have asked you or anything that you wanted to add to this?
3: Um
1: other than your marital status. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we can add that in. No, I I can't, you know, honestly, you guys you guys did a great job picking apart my brain. It's kind of, you know, nice to go back and see see where it all started and everything. Um I, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything, so it was good. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. We're good, anytime. Oh,
1: absolutely, it was and, great. Uh, yeah, awesome. Cami, uh, just get every <clears throat> give everybody out there listening your your Instagram handle. It looks like you're at about forty one hundred followers now. Awesome. We can uh, hopefully yeah. help you bump the number of followers up as well. But uh, um, yeah, so what's your Instagram again?
3: Yeah, it's it's Cami Bammy too. So just. C A M I B A M I two. That's it. That's the handle. So,
2: a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah, I, uh, I know we've talked about it a few times, but you gotta go on and see uh, when she's doing the G test in the. Uh... Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a great one. You guys Video. really
3: went back in the archive, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> well, we, well, we like to do our research for our people. Well, and I, and, I love. Uh... I love...
4: I love her uh, text oh, on looks- it, too. It says, and I'm out.
3: And <laughs> I'm
0: And
1: then, yeah, uh, right... Like uh, intentional, advice.
3: by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. right. That's, that's part funny. of... Tra- awesome. And then, and then oh, right and, below and that, there's the, and then yeah. there's the collage. And then there's the collage of everybody going out, too. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> hilarious. The yeah, look I on... I a good laugh yeah. at that.
2: So, so make sure you check her out on Instagram. She's got a lot of really cool stuff, and it's just just been so it's been so great having you on and like Aaron said I just kind of want a second like thanks for your service and you know people like you are what keep us doing what we're doing and we're just grateful and been awesome having you on
3: yeah thanks guys appreciate it This this was fun Let's do it again. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: let's do it again. Definitely. Let's do it again, like in uh, in in February, so you can uh, let us know how cold it is up in Minot, and you have a few yes. missions under your belt.
3: That is valid. Yeah, yeah we yeah. can totally do that.
1: <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's well, I think uh, <clears throat> I think we'll end it there. Uh, before we do, really quick, don't forget uh, you can listen to the Ramp Check podcast on. Uh, geez, pretty much everywhere. So, um, mm. uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, uh, okay, who am I forgetting? <laughs> My mind just went blank. Um,
4: so, so I'm on, I'm on remcheckglobal.com and there's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right. Stitcher, Google Stitcher, Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, um, SoundCloud. And y- yeah, SoundCloud. And you can actually listen through the browser on rampcheckglobal.com through the podcast right. section of the website as well. So you've got multiple ways.
1: And also, <clears throat> I want to let everybody know out there if you have an Alexa, that capability will be coming very, very soon because uh, we just, uh, um, Amazon just announced that they're going to incorporate podcasts with their music service. So oh, cool. that is coming very soon as well. As if you didn't have enough platforms to listen to the podcast on anyway. <laughs> um, don't forget about our YouTube channel. Uh, there is a link to that as well um, on our website. Uh, or you can just, when you're on loop uh YouTube, just look for uh search for Ramp Check Global. Uh you'll see some of our videos up there as well. Uh rampcheckreport.com uh, that of course gets you the latest, uh, aviation and aerospace news. Um, also accessible through our website. And of course, last but not least, the ramp swag store. Um, <laughs> newly revamped, newly launched, uh, lots of really cool new patterns and designs. And I mean, stickers, clothing, hoodies. It is, it is, uh, hoodie season very soon. So go and get That's your right. hashtag RCG ramp swag hoodies. Um, and, uh, yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of great stuff there. And I just want to, we're, we're going to do an episode where we talk about this just a little bit more because we're really excited, but we've been talking about this for months. We finally launched our ramp check global Patreon. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I just want to send a shout out to our very first Patreon patron. (laughs) You call him a patron, right? A patron patron yeah. member, whatever. Um yeah. uh, Lisa Support Davis. Her. Yes. Lisa Davis, thank you so much uh for supporting us through Patreon. Uh we really appreciate it. Um I I love putting out a tweet and then Lisa's like the first one to like the tweet. Oh, and yeah, to share yeah, it. We and uh it. She's been so great Lisa's been a great supporter yeah. of us, the, the podcast, our Instagram, and, and all that Rab stuff.
4: swag. Yeah. Yes, and
1: Ramp Swag as well. So um, if you're curious about our Patreon and what you can do to help support the podcast, um, uh, just go to uh, patreon.com slash Ramp Check Global, and it'll take you there. And like I said, uh, in our next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about that and yeah. uh, kind of break down uh, the different ways that you can support the podcast. But I just wanted to make sure that was out there. So, um, again, uh, we want to say a special thank you. Uh, to our guest, um, Cammy Bammy too. I, I just love saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cammy, thanks again, and uh, best of luck to you. Uh, to echo what Aaron and Ryan said, thank you again for your service and yeah, uh, and, and, what, you're here yeah, and uh, what you're no doing anytime and what you're doing country, and you get to have fun doing it as well. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, thank you. I really Before appreciate
0: it. Podcast,
1: anytime, yeah. any. Aaron, uh, let us know where people can find you on social media.
4: Yeah, so you can uh, find me at Aaron Rumfollow on pretty much any social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, dot com slash Aaron Rumfollow. But uh, obviously, all my av geekery and uh, aviation photos uh, that I post, pretty much everything is through Ramp Check Global.
2: And what about you, Ryan? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rum. me.
0: Perfect.
4: <laughs> Sweet and simple. There you go.
2: Yep.
1: There you go. Um, Tony, you can uh, find me on Instagram and other social media at trumfollow. Rum Follow, and uh, just to keep going with tradition, that's at T R U M F A L L O. Um, but of course, all of the best content you're going to see is on uh Ramcheck global. And by the way, I don't think we talked about this. We hit over 10,000 followers between the last yeah. time we our podcast and where we are now. So everybody that follows us, that listens to the podcast, watches our YouTube content. Thank you so much. Really appreciate yeah, it. We appreciate it. We absolutely right. appreciate it. And that about <laughs> does Brian. It's time for the send off. All right. Good day, everyone.